and sadness, we breathe heavy sighs. In joy, our lungs feel almost like they will burst. In fear, we hold our breath and have to be told to breathe slowly to help calm us down. When we're about to do something hard, we take a big, deep breath to find our courage. When I think about it, breathing is giving him praise, even in the hardest moments. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast, the podcast created to help you grow strong, healthy, and confident in mind, body, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Chase Livingston. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another high-powered episode of the High-Powered Podcast. My name is Chase Livingston, your trainer for life, and glad to have you today. Listen, uh, I just got back from a conference in Los Angeles, California, and man, it was it was awesome. Uh, I spent less than 24 hours in California, but the experience there was worth every minute. Uh, I had the opportunity to share the stage with other doctors, with coaches, with fellow wellness experts, and many of the other speakers, they shared on a lot of like uh, Ayurvedic medicine, uh, epigenetics, and how to grow your health and wellness business. So uh, it was interesting, some of the things that I learned and some of the things that were like refreshers and some of the things that like used to be a big part of my life that I've now kind of like separated myself from. So it was kind of interesting. But what I found that was a common theme between all of the speakers there was super interesting. And it's what I want today's episode to kind of circulate uh, a few weeks before heading out for this engagement, I started working on incorporating deep breathing back into my daily morning quiet time. Uh, you know, there was like a, uh, this time in the morning where I was sitting there and I was kind of, you know, going through like I like to spend the mornings by myself drinking coffee and kind of like spending that time in prayer and planning my day and stuff. And so I was sitting there and I began to become aware of my body and I was very much hunched forward and my breathing was super shallow. And so I can remember, you know, like straightening up and starting to take some of those deep breaths because in years past, morning meditation and breath work was a part of what I did. It was a big part of my morning practice was focusing on my breath, bringing in big, deep breaths, kind of having that circular type of breathing where, you know, you're inhaling up the spine, exhaling down the spine, that kind of thing. But I kind of lost touch with that because I'd shifted more to like spending more time with God and speaking to Him and praying and planning my day, and I lost touch with that. And so uh, in this moment, when I realized my posture, I made an effort to sit up straight, to focus on my breathing, and really start taking those deep, calculated breaths uh, that I was used to doing like back in the day, kind of bringing back some of those old habits. And what happened was crazy. So for the rest of the day, I had incredible energy and focus. Like I just felt amazing. And so after that, I kind of started making sure that throughout the day and especially in those that early morning time that I spent a few minutes working on my breath and posture, just checking in with my breath, taking big, deep diaphragmatic breaths, filling up my lungs completely, exhaling fully, all of that different kind of stuff. Now, once I was at the conference, Starting with the very first keynote of the day, there was much of this conversation circulating around the breath, you know, stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, uh, the mind-body connection between the breath and all of it and how it's related to breathing. And so 
there was even this this one moment in the conference where a fellow trainer who was up there giving a presentation, he even had just this moment in his talk where he had everybody stop, take a big deep breath in, and exhale, right? And then he went back into his talk. But to me, it was like this nod of what I was already feeling on the inside, And so uh, for those of you who are unaware of all of the amazing benefits that come from cultivating a breathing practice, here are just a few of them, okay? So one is stress reduction, improved mental clarity, better sleep, enhanced physical performance, emotional regulation, improved lung function, lower blood pressure, pain management, digestive health, enhanced immune function, and the mind-body connection. That's just 11 quick ones right out of the gate. There's even more, and we could go super deep on each of those. I mean, those could each be their own episode where we dive into those. But, you know, one specific research study I'll quote here was from September 2018, said, uh, how breath control can change your life. A systematic review on psychophysiological correlates of slow breathing. And here's what they concluded. This is kind of a, a little bit of a, an abbreviated synopsis of what came out of their conclusion. It said, slow breathing techniques act enhancing autonomic cerebral and psychological flexibility in a scenario of mutual interactions. Here's what they found. They found evidence of links between parasympathetic activity, including increased heart rate variability, central nervous system activities, including increased alpha power and decreased theta power, and it all relates to uh, emotional control and psychological well-being in healthy adults, uh, or healthy subjects, rather. And so, some pretty potent stuff, you know, when we focus on these deep, slow breathing techniques, not only are we going to experience the benefit of having better emotional control, we're going to experience greater uh, psychological well-being, um, but even, you know, really intricate things like increased heart rate variability and different things like that. I mean, it's interesting to know that just your breath and changing that and harnessing that can do so many awesome things for you, you know, and all you have to do spend a few minutes every day taking a few deep breaths from one of the many simple techniques that's out there in order to experience some of these things. You know, one simple practice you can incorporate is actually used by Navy SEALs called box breathing. And I'm sure you may have heard of this at least one time. It's it's very simple. Uh, it, it's very similar to many of the other breathing techniques that are out there like 557 breathing or 478 breathing, the Wim Hof method. There's all kinds of different ones that you can pick and choose from. But this box breathing one is super simple where you just breathe in for four seconds. You hold for four seconds. You exhale for four seconds, and then you hold for four seconds, and you repeat that. You just kind of get into that systematic, circulatory-type breathing technique where it's very much like a box. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold, all for four seconds. That's where you get that box. And it was cool because, you know, I had known about this for a long time, even incorporated it into my own practice, but... There was an instance where I was at an event one time, 
And a friend of mine who's a physical therapist, he actually came and put like a heart rate monitor over my finger and had me start going through this. And as I was going through this practice of box breathing, I sat and could watch my heart rate start to drop. And my body, as I watched it drop, I could feel my body start to relax, become more calmer, like my shoulders started to drop. I started to feel better, right? And then so it's just so interesting that, you know, when you hear of benefits like this and how simple it is and the fact that it's 100% free, why wouldn't you want to do it? I mean, you're going to be breathing anyway, so you might as well be making a positive practice from it and then getting the benefits. Wow, the holidays are upon us. Can you believe it? Hey, listen, I'm getting ready to launch my brand new 30-day fitness challenge called the Grateful Gains Fitness Feast. And this whole 30-day challenge is centered around my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. So throughout the month, of course, we're going to be working out. We're going to be strengthening our bodies, but also we're going to be implementing two super cool things that I'm excited about implementing. Number one is what I call mindful nourishment. And what that's all about is just developing a healthy relationship around food, particularly during the holidays. You know, during this time of year, many people are feeling guilty or shameful about the foods that they're eating, and we want to completely eliminate that. Also, we're developing a daily gratitude practice where we're going to be thankful for the bodies we have and the life that we've been given so that we can experience true gratitude for this awesome life that we have. So, sound like something you want to be a part of? What I want you to do is go to www.chaseinspires.com slash grateful. There, you're going to get more information on the program. You can go ahead and sign up. You can also contact me if you have any questions through that link. Once again, it's www.chaseinspires.com slash grateful. I hope to see you in the program. Despite all this, you know, the power of the breath, it actually goes much deeper than this. In fact, what you'll soon discover is that the very fabric of life is founded upon the breath. I want you to think about the ocean for a minute. The rise and fall of the tides as they wash in onto the shore and then back into the sea. Think about the sky and how it goes from day to night. You know, the rise of the sun and then the set of the sun. Even the changing seasons with plants and life itself, we see things live and grow and then they wilt and die. You know, I'm looking at some plants that we have in our front yard who they have that period in the spring where they live, they thrive, and then towards this time of year here in the fall, they just kind of wilt. But guess what? After winter, they come right back, they grow, they flourish, and then they die again, you know? And it's just interesting that all of life has this essence of breath woven into it. In fact, here's what's crazy. When we read the Old Testament in the Bible, God revealed who he was to certain individuals like Abraham, Isaac, Moses. And when Moses was on Mount Sinai and asked him what he should say if the Israelites asked what his name was, this is what God said. He said, I am that I am. Okay, I want you to remember this because even later in Exodus 6, you know, this is three chapters later, God then tells Moses, I am Yahweh. Okay, and here's what's interesting about this. When we look at the ancient Hebrew, the word Yahweh is actually spelled more like Y-H-W-H. 
you know, here in America, we've, or in English language, we have added these vowel sounds because that's just kind of how we tend to pronounce things, right? But these Hebrew letters, the yud, the he, the vav, the he, all make up what we know as Yahweh. Now, these letters, when pronounced correctly, actually mimic the sounds of breathing, the YH for an inhale and the WH for an exhale. So check this out. Every time that you breathe, you are speaking the name of the Lord. His name is woven into the very fabric of the universe. You know, there's even portions in the Bible. When we look at Genesis, uh, God says that he breathed life into Adam, you know. And uh, it's interesting when we look at, you know, what it actually says. It says he inspired, you know. And when we talk about... um, When we talk about when Elijah prophesied over the bones, it says he breathed life. He inspired life into them, right? Inspire means to breathe into. Uh, Expire means to breathe out of, right? And so that's why, you know, something really interesting, I guess, is like the whole Chase Inspires thing is like, I want to breathe life into people by the words that I speak. And that's exactly what Elijah did. So uh, there was this article written by Jeffrey Gibbs. And here is what he said pertaining to this idea. He said, so a baby's cry, his first breath speaks the name of God. A deep sigh calls his name or a groan or gasp that is too heavy for mere words. Even an atheist would speak his name unaware that their very breath is giving constant acknowledgement to God. Likewise, a person leaves this earth with their last breath when God's name is no longer filling their lungs. <laughs> he continues on. He says, So when I, can't, when I can't utter anything else, is my cry calling out his name? Being alive means I speak his name constantly. So is it heard the loudest when I'm the quietest? Fear we hold our breath and have to be told to breathe slowly to help calm us down. When we're about to do something hard, we take a big deep breath to find our courage. When I think about it, breathing is giving him praise, even in the hardest moments. This is so beautiful and fills me with emotion every time I grasp the thought. God chooses to give himself a name that we can't help but speak every moment that we're alive. All of us, always, everywhere, walking, sleeping, breathing with the name of God on our lips. Man. You know, in the book of mysteries, this is like a, this incredible devotional. Uh, on day two, this teacher who's like, you know, writing this or, or presenting this information to the guy who's like taking in the knowledge, uh, he covers this very concept. He says, remember what God originally told Moses his name was? He said, I am that I am. Anytime we speak the words I am, we are actually speaking God first. The book of mysteries puts it like this. When you feel happy, you say, I am happy. When you are not, you say, I am sad. When you tell others who you are, you say, I am, followed by your name. Yahweh means I am. It's the eternal, the name of God. His name is I am. It is woven into the fabric of existence that when you speak of yourself, you must say his name. Why is that? Because your existence comes from his existence. He is the I am of all existence. The I am of I am's. 
You know, we even see Jesus repeat this multiple multiple times throughout the New Testament. In John 8, 58, he says, before Abraham was, I am. You know, this is why I think it's so important as to how we identify ourselves when we say, I am blank. We are, in fact, calling on God to be that which follows in that sentence. As believers, we have been given the power and the authority to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. And in heaven, there is no sickness, there is no disease, there is no lack, there is no striving, no pain, no poverty. So we must then use the power and authority of our thoughts and our words given to us as children of God to always make our minds, our bodies, our surroundings, and those who we come in contact with more and more like the kingdom of God. When we speak the words I am or I'm, let it be in a positive context. Read God's word and search out every good gift and promise that he has given to us who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Every positive scripture that you come across in the Old or New Testament, those are promises that God has made to you as one of his children. And so I got that last little expert uh, excerpt online from somebody who was talking about the power of I am. And we want to take this a little bit deeper here as we kind of start to wrap things up. You know, these are just a few Bible verses that kind of hinge on this idea of the breath. You know, Psalm 150 verse 6 says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Mostly because we don't have a choice. (laughs) Every breath we take is praising him. Psalm 63, 4 says, I will bless you with every breath of my life. So how can we use this information to ultimately change our lives? Well, by harnessing the the power of the breath and the power of I am. So I want to share with you three things as we start to kind of close this down as to how you can take all of this information that we used and apply it to your life in a positive way to make a difference. Number one, my suggestion would be to begin a breathing practice, to start um, developing, whether it's this box breathing technique or maybe you find a different one online, but starting to spend a little bit of time throughout your day, whether it's one minute, three minutes, five minutes, whether you're in traffic or you're uh, right when you wake up or while you're in the shower before you go to bed where you stop, you become aware of your breath and you just start to practice some of these deep breathing techniques. You can even use this box breathing technique that we've talked about. Um, so starting to develop a deep breathing practice, that's part one. Number two, I want you to then maybe even potentially start interweaving your breathing practice with gratitude and prayer, you know, giving thanks for each breath that comes in, you know, for each passing breath, that's another gift that declares I am here. I am alive. I am healthy. I am well, I am prosperous. I am successful. I am free. And that leads me to number three. You may decide to use the power of I am to make some declarative, positive statements that are aligned with the word of God. Positive affirmations, if you will. You know, I am healthy. I am successful. I am prosperous. I am free. These are all powerful statements that when connected to gratitude and the power of the breath, they can really start to enhance your quality of life. And so as we start to wrap this up, I just want to say, hey, thank you for listening. I hope that starting to learn a little bit more about how powerful your breath is and what it actually means to take a breath in, that inhale, that being inspired, and that exhale 
that is breathing the Lord's name. And it's such a powerful thing. And it's something that can empower us no matter who you are. And so I want you to start using these three things, applying them to your life and seeing how it can enhance your quality of life. So, hey, thanks for listening. And if this episode did something for you, I'd love if you'd share it. Please make sure you like and subscribe. It's one of the best things that you can do for this podcast is simply subscribe to it and maybe even leave a review on how how you feel about it. I thank you again for listening, and I can't wait to catch you on the next one. See you later.